Do you have a dream for your life? Or have you completely given up dreaming? Everyone can create their dream life. And it begins with your willingness to begin dreaming again. Now, here is the host of It Starts With a Dream, coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my show, It Starts With a Dream, on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and I'm so happy to be here. I love um, seeing you all here, and I love it when you come into the chat room and you um, chat to me while I'm doing my show, and you can comment and uh, you can put jokes in there that will make me laugh. Um, I love it. So if you ever want to join um, me and um, my producer, Sarah, um, in the chat room, come along and come to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and then click into chat room and you can join us. And we do have fun during the breaks. We have fun all the time, but we especially have fun during the breaks. Um, and so... I'd love to see you here. So today we are talking about is it important to find your life purpose or is it just another stress that society is now putting on us saying you must find your life purpose. It's super, super important. So how do you know if you've found your life purpose or not? Well, I believe if you found your life purpose, it's the thing that makes your heart sing, the thing that you just love to do, the thing when you're feeling really stressed out you want to go and do. And it could be anything, you know, it can be anything from knitting beautiful jumpers to, you know, being a doctor um, and everything in between. So I know one lady that knits the most beautiful jumpers that you've ever seen and she only does it basically for her family um, which is completely fine but she loves doing it and it doesn't matter if it's summer or winter she's there always with a ball of wool and some knitting needles knitting some jumpers for somebody and they are always spectacular and she loves it it just makes her heart sing she loves knitting them she loves giving it to the the person that's going to receive it she just loves it. there's nothing she doesn't like about it and as I said it just makes her heart sing and so I believe that you know when you've found your life purpose it's the thing that makes your heart sing and you're probably sitting there thinking my husband or my partner likes to go and play golf all the time is that a life purpose well yeah it could be if it makes um, his or her heart sing it could be their life purpose it could be the thing that really stresses that de-stresses them and makes them feel really happy so you don't in my view have to have um, your life purpose is your job. I mean, most people um, try to because they love doing it and the old saying is when you're doing something you love, you don't work a day in your life. So um, people try and make their life purpose when they find it. They try and make it their job. Um, and some people have said to me, you know, when you're talking to them and I'm sure they've said it to you too but when you're talking to them you say what do you do they go oh I'm just a I'm just a nurse I'm just a receptionist I'm just a mum you know and um and 
those jobs are just as important as any other job. You know, people don't go, I'm just a brain surgeon or I'm just a lawyer or I'm just an accountant or I'm just an engineer because it seems that if you have, you know, a degree, then that makes it more important. But, you know, there's nothing more important than raising children. You know, have a look at some of the children that have been raised in um, abusive households and um, and see all the problems that they have throughout their life because of that. So if you're raising beautiful children that are filled with love and self-worth and self-esteem and self-confidence and, you know, um, all of those wonderful things, then your job isn't just anything. It is a hugely important job that you are doing brilliantly um, if those are your children. So. Um, you know, take the word just out because it's such an important job. And same with, you know, a restaurant, you know, a, a receptionist, a restaurant, I was about to say, a receptionist, you know, you're the first person that the client sees. And if they walk through the door and there you are with a smile on your face saying, you know, welcome to, um, it gives such a great impression. And it really, you know, if that person's had a bad day and they walk through the door and there you are smiling, going, you know, welcome to, welcome to this architect's office or this accounting office, they were oh, my goodness, and then they sit down, would you like a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of water whilst you wait? You know, they feel, like, really welcomed and um, that they're, you know, that they feel um, a part of the business and, and they want to go back and they, in, you know, they have a really, you know, enjoyable first impression of that business. So you're hugely important um, to that business. You're the first person that clients see, and that's hugely important. And back in the day when I was running a law firm, I, um, you know, needed a new receptionist and I walked into the reception area. I knew that there was a young lady sitting in reception about to be interviewed by someone else. And, um, and I walked into the reception and she looked up and said, you know, hello, how are you? With this big smile on her face. And um, um, when it came to employing somebody, um, I said, you know, who was the girl that was interviewed at whatever time on, you know, 12 o'clock on Wednesday? And they said, oh, that was, you know, young Amy. I can't remember her name. That was young Amy. And, and I said, is that the girl that you're putting for, you know, that you're suggesting to me that should be employed? And they said, yes. And I said, I agree. And every client that walked into my office, my law firm, she would greet them with that same smile. And they all said, gosh, your receptionist is so lovely. She's just wonderful. And um, I was like, I know. But they, everybody commented on her because she smiled and made them feel welcome, asked them if they wanted a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of water. And that's what you want so you're not just anything. And that may well be your life purpose. You know, it doesn't have to be something hugely momentous it doesn't have to be a brain surgeon or you know an oscar-winning actor or actress you know you don't have to be nicole kidman or um 
uh, Michael Teo, who's uh, a brain surgeon here in Australia, in Sydney, Australia. Um, you don't have to be that person. You just have to, um, you know, love what you do. Your sole purpose is when you, you know, when your heart sings and when you're happy and when you get out of bed in the morning and you think, yeah, yeah, I'm going to work. Um, that's when you know that you have found your sole purpose um, or your um, life purpose when your heart absolutely sings and you know that you want to do this all day and you're happy doing it. You get to five o'clock and you're thinking, oh, my God, that went really quickly. That day just went like that. Um, and it's because you're not working a day in your life. You're loving what you do. If you're getting up on the other hand and thinking, oh, my God, I've got to get there, I've got to do it, oh, my God, I just don't think I can go in today, I don't think I can do that job for another second of another day, then that is not your life purpose. And here's the thing, I believe we have many life purposes in one lifetime. You know, what's great for you and you 20s 30s possibly your 40s might not want to be what you want to do in your 50s and 60s you might want to do something completely different and as you all know I found that I was a lawyer I loved what I do, did I loved being a litigation lawyer I loved going to court I loved having the argument I loved getting a good result for my client there was nothing I didn't like about it until until it started, I started to fall out of love with it, I suppose, if you want to put it that way. And I would wake up in the morning and think, oh, my God, do I have to go and do that again today? And the more I forced, you know, I still had to pay my bills and my mortgage and whatever. So I had to get out of bed. And as the days went on and the days turned into months, that turned into years, I became depressed. I got more and more depressed until I found hypnotherapy and then coaching. And then I haven't had one one day since I found that where I have felt depressed. I felt like, yay, this I love doing this. This is what I want to do with the rest of my life. So your life purpose can change. You can love what you do and then um, fall out of love with it and that's okay you know don't sort of think oh my god I've got to stay doing whatever it might be I've got to stay being a lawyer I've got to stay being a doctor you know it might not be what you want to do in your 40s or 50s um, I remember years ago working with a woman I was studying law at the time and worked in a law firm and I was um, there was a woman um, who was married, I think she had four or five kids and um, she was one of the professional staff members in the law firm and um, her husband came home and said to her, I cannot be whatever he was, he was some executive of some company and he said, I cannot, you know, do my job, not, not another day. I can't." And she said, what do you want to do? He said, I want to be a yoga instructor. Now, this is you know, 30-plus years ago when yoga instructors were like, hell, what? You want to do what with your life? You know, it was really like woo-woo and, like, who wants to be a yoga? It's not mainstream like it is now. It was really out there. 
And um, anyhow, they sat down, they worked out their finances, they worked out that they could just live on her salary um, pretty much infinitum. They couldn't do anything flash like holidays or anything like that, but they could live on her salary. So once they'd worked it out, he went and resigned and became a yoga instructor and opened up a yoga um, centre and he spent five days and it took, you know, a year or two to get the yoga studio up and running, um, which he did. And um, um, then he was, you know, they were both happy because he was happy. He was happy do, doing what he loved. So, um, so it can change. And if it does, that's okay. Don't sort of think, oh, my God, I can't change. You can. And I'll talk more about that after the break. You are listening or watching uh, It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. I look forward to seeing you after the break. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant. Be fearless. Be mindful. And create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host Bronwyn Smith on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And if you want to find your life purpose, then definitely email me, Bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com, and we can set up a discovery call. Um, and um, I've got uh, a... Um, a package that you could buy if we're the right fit or I will be doing a course later in the year on just this subject, how to find your life purpose if that's what you're looking for. So here's a question for you. Do you feel like life is just something that happens to you? Do you feel totally not in control of your life? Because so many people do. I think the statistic I read this morning was 
uh, 25% of Americans have found their life purpose and 75% haven't, haven't. And I've heard people say to me, you know, life just happens to me. They feel like they've got absolutely no control and that's because they've got no direction. And they've got no direction because they've got no purpose. So, um that that's one reason why finding your life purpose is important it gives you direction you then know where you're going um and what you have to do so if you are feeling that your um, life is just happening and you've got no clarity around your purpose no clarity of why am i here what am i meant to be doing then and you just um feel like you're on autopilot through life you've got um, no direction and um, you don't know how to move forward and you just it's just um, you feel like you know you're a mouse or a hamster on a wheel and you're just going round and round and round and you really don't life doesn't excite you because what's exciting about life when you've got absolutely no direction <clears throat> and as I said before you will often um, feel, you know, for some people they can feel quite depressed. I certainly did. And there, uh, there is a school of thought that says that some people suffer from depression because they haven't found their life purpose. They haven't found what makes their heart sing. And so they just become more and more depressed. Um, and then they're diagnosed with clinical depression and then they're put um, and then they're medicated. And yet if they just, um, you know, found what really made their heart sing, then um, they would probably not be quite as depressed. Now, you know, some people say, well, that takes courage to, you know, to find your life purpose. I don't know if courage is the right word. Um, you know, I think it, um, it, it takes a, a certain amount of self-belief to find your life purpose. Um, and, um, and it may make you feel uncomfortable for a little while, but I think it's more uncomfortable Um if you're wanting to find your life purpose and you can't find it. Now, some people are quite happy, you know, going to their job, they do it every day, they go home to their family and they are more than happy doing that and they're listening to this going, well, I don't need to find a life purpose. Like, that's ridiculous. I'm perfectly happy. I'm working in whatever job and I've got, you know, um, a beautiful family and I pay the mortgage and I buy the food and I spend the weekends with my kids and you know that's all I want or need in life I I haven't found my life purpose and I'm perfectly happy um, and the fact of the matter is maybe you have found your life purpose maybe your life purpose is having a family maybe that's what makes your heart sing because as I said at the top of the show it doesn't you don't have to be a brain surgeon or something you know momentous to have found your life purpose you just it just has to make your heart sing and that can be 
anything. It can be, and it is for millions of people, it is their family. That is their life purpose, having a happy family, loving their partner and their kids and being loved by them. And that's all they want out of life. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is perfect. It is a wonderful life purpose. And, you know, don't let some person say to you, oh, my God, don't you want more out of life? What is that? What is that? There is nothing more out of life than having a loving family. That is the pinnacle of life. And I think pretty much everybody is looking for that. And if you're like cruising through life going, I'm as happy as a pig in mud and, you know, I go to work every day and some days I like it and some days I hate it. But you know what? I come home every night to, you know, a partner that loves me and kids that love me and, you know, I come home to kids laughing and screaming around the house and that's all I want out of life. Then you found your life purpose. You know, that's what lights up your soul. And so I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people that wake up every morning and going, oh, my God, is this really my life? Because if it is, I want out. This, I thought life was going to be more fun, better than this, different to this. So if that's how you're feeling, then you're the person that needs to find their life purpose, that you haven't found it yet. Um, and, um, and you're thinking, you know, there's got to be more to life than this. And I have no control over life. You're not cruising through life and you're finding no happiness, no joy from anything that you are doing. And um, and this is for you. This is, um, I am talking to that person, to you. And if it's not you and you know somebody that fits into that, then, um you know, send them this podcast and say, listen to this. So how can we find, you know, ways to find our passion? Um, and, you know, what are, you know, let's go through. How can we find our way to find our life purpose? Well, often, not always, but often as something that you've come across when you were younger. So if you're like me and you're in your 50s, it might, you might have to go back to your teenage years or your 20s to find it. Um, when I was you know, a lawyer looking for what was going to make my heart sing, um, I looked at all my friends' Um, businesses and slowly you know no that's not for me no that's not for me and then I went to the craziest place I went to my bookshelf of all places like I was determined to find you know that thing that made my heart sing and I went to my bookcase and I thought you know, it was like a last resort bear in mind this was after like a year of looking and I thought I'll oh, just look at my bookcase what harm can it do and I looked at my bookcase and there were books on hypnotherapy and I was like oh yeah I love hypnotherapy and I'd only ever been a client and I was like oh I love hypnotherapy it's so wonderful but then you know um before I even started 
researching hypnotherapy and the different types of hypnotherapy and all of that sort of jazz, um, I um, I was still sort of mulling it over. Is this right for me? And I had um, a coffee with a girlfriend and I said to her, you know, I'm thinking about investigating becoming a hypnotherapist. Now, she knew that I wasn't particularly happy in what I was doing anymore. 98% of the people in my life, my family, virtually all my friends had no idea. And certainly none of my clients had any idea. And um, so, you know, but she had noticed a change in me and she said to me, are you okay? And I said to her, oh, not, you know, law doesn't make my heart sing as much as it used to. And so anyhow, I said, I said to her, I think I might investigate hypnotherapy. And a few days later, I looked at my Facebook account, something I never did. You know, I'd open up Facebook and there'd be like hundreds of messages because I did it sort of once every six months. Um, anyhow, I just had a feeling. I opened up Facebook and there was um, a free hypnotherapy session that my girlfriend had sent me that was Marissa Peer. And Marissa Peer was off offering a free hypnotherapy session. And so I did it. And then, you know, um, the rest is history. You probably know the rest of that story. Um, and, um, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so wonderful. And, um, and my girlfriend also wanted to do a hypnotherapy and she did a different course because my course was, I had to wait, I think, um, about five months for my course to start, whereas she could start a course immediately. And she wanted to start immediately. She was like, no, I'm not waiting five months. I, I do it with you, but I'm not waiting five months. So she went and did a different course. So there are, you know, different types of hypnotherapy. And until I started investigating it, after I found Marissa Peer, I then investigated a couple of other courses. And I was like, no, 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 that's not what I'm looking for. That's not what I'm And I went back and was trained by Marissa Peer and um, loved, loved, loved it. So if you are looking for your life purpose, you know, and you love reading, then go to your bookcase and have a look at what you love reading about. It might be history. You might want to become, you know, a history buff. Um and you might think, oh, yeah, you know, that's fantastic. You might want to go and retrain as a history teacher and think, oh, yeah, you know, that's okay. Um, I'll be a history teacher. I've seen, um, I don't know the person's name, but, you know, I watch TikTok and um, there's a girl on TikTok that does, you know, little um, um gives sort of five-minute history lessons on TikTok and she'll do, you know, she, I watched one this morning that said, did you know Queen Victoria um, hated being pregnant? And I was like, yes, I did. <laughs> and she was like, did you know Queen Victoria didn't like young babies? And I was like, yes, I did. I did know all of that. Um, but lots of people don't know and it's just because I'm interested in history that I do know. And she has, but there's lots of things on there that she'll say um, that I don't know. Um, and, you know, a couple of days later, she has another one. It's about five minutes. So that might be your jam. Or, you know, if you're into health and fitness and that's what you want to do as a job, then, you know, again, you could do coaching or you could be a fitness trainer. There's lots of things that you can do. Um, 
and often you can turn your um you know something that you just enjoy doing um, on your own like fitness for example you can turn that into a business or if you love cooking you can turn that into a business as well um, and become a baker extraordinaire on something like TikTok and show people like me who you know have trouble to you know making toast I made toast this morning and burnt the whole lot ate it because I was just easier than trying to do it again, but it was bad. I'm used to burnt food because I burnt, burned so much of my food that I'm used to it now. So. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's one way of finding, you know, your passion. Your passion is your um your purpose in life that, or it can become that if you love, you know, as I said, love baking or love fitness or love health or whatever, then you can often turn that into a business if you want to. And you might be listening to this and thinking, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to run my own business. I'm perfectly happy going to work every day and then just doing a 2K run after work or going for a, a swim or going skiing or whatever it is whatever you love to do or I just love you know doing healthy stuff for me and my family I don't want to turn it into a business and that's fine so long as you are feeding that soul per that life purpose that soul purpose if you're feeding that part of of you and um and it brings you enough happiness and joy then that's that's okay you don't have to turn it into a business but if you're going to work every day thinking, I can't do this, you can turn it into a business. And after the break, I'm going to talk to you um, about what stops people from finding their life purpose. And there's only three things, so it's very quick. So I'll talk to you about that after the break. You, um, I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and we are on Inspired Choices Network with um, my show, It Starts With a Dream, and we'll be back in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. 
this is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about is it important to find your life purpose or is it just something else that, you know, society has uh, started to tell us is important and it's just becoming um, something that makes, uh, puts more pressure on it and gives us another thing to stress about. Oh, my God, I haven't found my life purpose. And for some people it is super important. Like for me, it's really important that I... Um, um, that I find my life purpose and you know as I said earlier when I was a lawyer that was my life purpose I loved it I loved going to court I loved helping my clients I loved making a difference to my clients lives sometimes you know for the other for the client on the other side I was making a difference to their life in a negative way but to my client it was in a positive way and um and I there was nothing I didn't love about it and um and I thought I would do it for the rest of my life you know I had friends that left the um the profession and they'd be like um you know aren't you and then aren't you tired of it aren't you tired of the stress aren't you tired and I was like no I love I loved everything about it and um until I didn't and there comes a time you know for some for some where I didn't love it and you know I've got friends who are lawyers and they've hated it for you know 10 or 15 years and they still get up every day they get up going oh my god and they still get up every day and they still go to work and they have no intention of changing their career despite the fact that they hate it totally and utterly hate what they're doing <clears throat> for me I have to love what I'm doing I have to know I have to be doing my life purpose and it just makes my heart sing and um so for me when I started not to love my love being a lawyer I had to find something that I did love doing and then I found um hypnotherapy and I have never looked back so if you're like me then it will be very important for you to um, find your life purpose. And I believe that people have more than one life purpose. What your life purpose is at 20 may not be your life purpose at 50. Um, you know, things change. You grow. You change. And so, you know, you you can outgrow a profession. You can outgrow something that you're doing you know you might be a brilliant architect and you might just think I cannot do this you know I cannot draw another house I cannot draw another building um and I really want to become a chef and in fact I had a friend that did that um she was an architect and she was like I just can't do this and um she and I said what do you want to do and um she said I want to cook I love cooking. I want to cook. And I was, and so she found a job as a cook and, um, um, and she loved it. She absolutely loved it. She'd get up and she'd go to work and she worked really long hours and she, you know, get to work at about three or four in the afternoon and she'd, 
you know, finish cooking at 10 and then would have to clean the kitchen. So she often didn't leave work till sort of 11, 11.30. Um, but she was like, I don't care, you know, just standing in that kitchen cooking every day. I just love it. So people change, people grow, um, circumstances change. And, um, and so if it's important for you to find a life purpose, then, um, you know, then start searching. But for some people, they want to find their life purpose and they never do. And there are three reasons why people don't. Or maybe they find their life purpose and they don't pursue it. They're like, I love doing it, but I'm not going to pursue it. And here's the three reasons. First reason is the story they tell themselves the um the story that they tell themselves and the story is not true but they believe it so they tell them the story you know i can't be a pro golfer i can't be a coach i you know um i can't my husband won't let me leave work or whatever they so they have the story in their head that's not true but they believe it anyhow because they tell it to themselves so often that it then becomes their narrative, that then becomes their truth. Even if it's not true, their husband's standing there going, that's not true. You can leave your job tomorrow if you want to become a pro golfer or a coach or this or that. You can do that tomorrow. That's perfectly fine. You know, we've got the mortgage down. Our bills are under control. And, you know, we don't need your wage. You can go off and do what you're doing, you know, do what you want to do. So the husband's there encouraging them, but they're, or wife, um, but they're telling themselves a story that isn't true and then they're believing it. Or, you know, I can't do it for all of these reasons. I can't do that because my kids are too young. There'd be too much trouble. There'd be whatever. You know, my kids would, you know, miss me too much. Um, my, you know, my my partner can't run the household. There's lots and lots of stories. There are millions, billions probably of stories people tell themselves that aren't true, but they believe them anyway. And they do this because, you know, they can give an explanation to themselves as well as to other people of why they're not, you know, pursuing something that they love to do and that they want to do as a career and why they're not pursuing them. You know, it might just be as simple as I'm not smart enough, and I bet you are. I bet you are smart enough. You know, I've heard people say, I, you know, I want to be a doctor, but I'm not smart enough. The fact of the matter is you probably are smart enough, um, and you, it's just a story you're telling yourself, and it's not true, but you're believing it anyhow. So that's the first reason. And if that's you, you know, you've just got to reframe that story that you're telling yourself and tell yourself it's not true. This story is not true. I can be a doctor if I want to be. I can do it. You know, I remember, I mean, I talk about this all the time with my niece, which she doesn't ever watch one of my podcasts, which fortunately she doesn't. She'd be like, oh, my God, she talks about me. But anyhow, um, you know, a, a few years ago now when my niece um, started to live with me, she moved down to Sydney at 17 for a job. 
and she started to live with me and you know she started this job and I said to her you know how are you finding the job um and she's like yeah it's good what's your boss like yeah she's nice and you know do you enjoy she was a beautician and um do you enjoy this and you know I'd ask a specific questions do you enjoy doing facials do you enjoy and she'd be like yeah yeah she never seemed to be like yeah you know this is fantastic and over the first few months she was there you know we were chatting and um and I said you don't ever seem like you know yeah yeah I love what I'm doing you know I can't wait to get up I mean she always got up she was always on time and you know got a breakfast together and a lunch together and everything she was never late and she was never you know tidy she always did gave 100 percent to her job and um and I said to her you know do you really love it and she said I really love it for now but I can't see myself doing it for the rest of my life and I was like oh okay then and I said what do you want to do you know what can you see yourself doing for the rest of your life she said I'd really like to be a doctor story time but I'm not smart enough I was like, oh, my God, I knew straight away. She's telling herself a story and she's believing it. Like, she was 17. What nonsense. Of course she was smart enough. And I said to her, you are smart enough. You come from the same gene pool as me. You come from the same gene pool as your mother and your grandmother. We've, you know, and you've got a few extra genes in there from your father as well, of course. But you come from basically the same gene pool and we've all gone to university and we've all got, you know, careers. And you can too. Like you're as smart as the rest of us. If I can do law and, you know, if your mother can do X and, and your grandmother can do Y, then you can do it too. You are smart enough. So I then reinforced to her she was smart enough. And I said to her, look, why don't you just apply? Uh, she had to do pre-med first. Why don't you just apply for your pre-med degree and see if you get in? What's the worst they can say? No. What have you lost? You've lost a bit of time in applying, but you haven't lost anything else. So she took my advice and she applied to about five, I think four or five universities uh, and she got into two so she did hugely well I said to her there you go two universities think that you're smart enough so they two universities agree with me so off you go and so she decided to go home and she did a year last year uh, at home and where her mother and my where her mother and her grandmother live. And then she realised she hated living there um, and she wanted to move back to Sydney. So she took um, uh, she took up the offer. She deferred um, the university down here and she took up the offer this year and so she's in her second year and she's just loving it. She comes home and she's like, guess what? Guess what I learnt today? She says to me, guess what I learnt today? And um, guess where we went? We went on a field trip and we did X, Y, Z. Or she, you know, last year she was ringing me up and she was like, guess what I did today? And I was like, I don't know, darling, what did you do today? She's like, I cut up um, I cut up Godiva. And I was like, oh, my God. And she was like, yeah, I loved it. It's my favourite 
part of my whole course is cutting up a cadaver. I was like, okay, that's cool. I was thinking, oh, God, I could think of nothing worse. But she loved it and that's all that mattered. And it makes her heart sing. And her story was, I'm not smart enough. And it just wasn't true. And it isn't true. And she's doing fantastically well. So that is the first um, reason people don't pursue their life purpose or even try and find their life purpose because they tell themselves a story that isn't true and then they believe it. And after the break, I'll tell you the other two reasons uh, people don't pursue their life purpose or don't even try and look for it. So you are watching it's or listening to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and please do send me an email if you would like to work with me or get on my mailing list. Go to my website, bronwynsmith.com. There are some great gifts there, including a free hypnotherapy session. Um, And the free hypnotherapy uh, session is for joy and it's so that you can relieve stress. So when you're really stressed or overwhelmed, your brain uh, flicks over into something that is joyful and that makes you laugh and just takes that pressure off you. So go and download um, the hypnotherapy session. I'll go and have a look at the gifts on my website, download whichever ones you like, and then you'll get onto the mailing list. And so when courses are coming out, I always let the people on my mailing list know uh, first. You always get the first bite of the cherry. So whatever I'm doing, whether it's I've got some, you know, one-on-one vacancies or a course, I'm about to launch a course, you guys will hear about it first if you're on my mailing list. And then um, I put it everywhere else, social media, talk about it on the podcast, all that sort of stuff. So get onto my mailing list so that you know what I'm doing and um, and you can be the first to um, sign up if you want to. But today we are talking about is it important to find your life purpose? And I was going through before the break the three reasons people either don't find their, try and find their life purpose or don't pursue their life purpose if they um, do know what it is. And the first was they tell themselves stories that aren't true and then they believe 
them. And the second is um, uh, they overanalyze and get analysis paralysis. I love that saying. Um, so it's people that, you know, go through um, <laughs> my producer's gone, love it. Yeah, I love it too. So as for people, they overanalyze, you know, oh, well, I've got to um, do this course and that course is $10,000 and that course will take me six months and I don't have the $10,000 and I don't, you know, how am I going to fit that course in when I've got, you know, two children under the age of 10 and I have to work full time and, oh, no, and, you know, that's not fair on my husband or my wife and, oh, it's not fair on my kids and what happens if my in-laws want to ask me over for Sunday dinner, I won't be able to go. You get the idea, right? And it goes on and on and they overanalyze it. And here's the thing. If you do have to re-educate yourself, you will find the time, you will find the money. You know, so many of these courses now have payment plans and some of them have payment plans over you know 12 months so you paying you know a hundred dollars a week or something um and um and if it makes you happier why not you know what's stopping you from doing it um and it's it's true that most people when they're starting to um change careers or find their life purpose often don't have the money initially but they want to do it so badly they either go into a payment plan or they save i did a course um a couple of years ago and um a friend had recommended it to me and it was a really good a really good course and one of the girls one of the ladies that was on the course she said she found out about this course two years earlier and didn't have the money and didn't even have the money to go on a on the payment plan so for two years she saved up and then she had the money and um um, and then she did the course. But for two years she saved up. She was so determined to do the course because she knew the course would um, allow her business to grow and she so wanted her business to grow. So she saved for two years and then went and did the course. I was like, oh, my God. So that's the opposite of analysis paralysis. She was like, I am determined to do this. Um and when, you know, when you do get that focused, if that is you thinking I don't have the time or I don't have the money, my kids are, you know, two and four or they're four and six, well, that's okay. Save for the next, you know, um, two years so you do have the money and then your kids are two years older. And then you and you can then make the time. So that's the second re reason. And the third reason, and I'm sure you all know this, the third reason is just straight out fear. It is just fear. You are so nervous, so scared to jump out of the box. And it's just scary. It's just like what, you know, you're saying, what will people think? Who cares? Answer. Who cares what people think? You know, I have people ringing me when they found out that I was going to, you know, leave the world of law and they were ringing me like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, what do you mean am I okay? But you're leaving law. Like, you, you know, and I was like, yeah, I'm not happy and this makes me happy. 
So it's just the third reason is just a pure fear. But if you do follow your passion, your dream, your life purpose, it can really benefit you with better physical health, better mental um, health. And amazingly, it can even make you live longer. So the uh, statistics say if you're when you're doing what you love, you can live longer even if you're just doing it on a part-time basis and you're interacting with people. Generally, when you're doing stuff you love, you're interacting with people so you don't feel lonely or isolated or, you know, I'm the only one. And you also don't feel like life is happening to you because you have purpose and you have direction and you have clarity around your life. So, Life is no longer happening to you. You're living your life. And that gives you, you know, it makes you feel wonderful to be in your own skin when you're truly living your life. You're not just a hamster on a wheel and life isn't just happening to you. You are making decisions about your life. And so you, and, and so. Um, that gives your life more meaning as well. Whatever it might be, you know, some people say life purpose is helping people and it's not always helping people. It is, in my um, belief, it is what makes your heart sing and that could be playing golf or playing tennis and you might love, you know, training eight-year-olds to play a better game of tennis. So, you know, I've got a friend that spends every weekend, all day Saturday, all day Sunday playing tennis because he loves it. Um, and that's all he does. You know, every weekend you'll say, what did you do over the weekend? I play tennis all weekend, all day Saturday and all day Sunday because I love it. I love doing that. It makes my heart sing. I love, you know, playing with the people I play with. Um, I love the game. I love the whole thing. I like the social side. I like the exercise side. I like the whole thing. And I do it all weekend and and it keeps me fit and I love it. And so that might be you. I mean, it doesn't have to be helping some someone or other people. It just has to make your heart sing, give you purpose, give you direction, give you clarity. So you love being in your own skin and you um, and life is no longer happening to you, but you are living your life with direction and with joy and with happiness. And I wish that to all of you. And if you would like to contact me to work one-on-one -on -one with me or um, then email me or go and download one of the gifts, get on the mailing list. So the next time the course comes up, which will probably be mid-year, um, you'll be the first to know about them. Have a wonderful week. We have finished um, today's show. Thank you for listening to It Starts With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. Arrange your one-on-one -on -one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.